Welcome back to the Surrendered Walk Podcast. I know it's been a minute, probably more than a minute, maybe about an hour, a day, a month, six months to be exact. But here I am with episode eight, Refined in the Fire. We all know, because I've mentioned it before, that I struggle with consistency. And I'm not really sure how to fix that, but I keep surrendering it to God, and He keeps encouraging me to keep going. So there may be some breaks in between the podcasts. I'm hoping there won't be any more, but the fact that God allows me to get up, brush myself off, and try again, I'm going to keep hoping that. And my request from you is that you prayerfully consider my shortcomings as I prayerfully consider yours. that 24 karat gold is nearly 100% gold with a few impurities. But that exact percentage is difficult to achieve. Refiners most commonly use one of two methods, the Miller process or the Woolwill process. The Miller process is the quickest and the least expensive. But the resulting gold is only about 99.95% pure. The whirlwind process, on the other hand, takes a little more time and costs more. But the gold produced is 99.99% pure. There's a lesson in that. Stay tuned so we can learn it together. In Bible days, refiners used fire as a gold purifier. You see, fire caused the impurities to rise to the surface for easier removal, you know? Peter, in his letter to the believers back in those days, used the gold refining process as a metaphor for the way trials work in the life of the believer. At that time, many believers were being persecuted. You may not be persecuted right now. I may not be persecuted, but we're going through some trials. But back then, they were being persecuted by the Romans for their faith in Christ. He, Peter, knew firsthand what that was like and explained that persecution brings out the genuineness of our faith. Now, when I read about 
24 karat gold and how it's nearly 100% gold and that that process to get it to close to 100% is difficult. I thought about Peter and his process and what he said in 1 Peter chapter 1 and I'll start reading from verse 4 through 7. Here it says to, well, it says that there's an inheritance that's incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you and for me, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Hmm. I'm not sure what comes to mind when you hear that. And quite possibly, you may need to go back and read it again. But what came to mind for me is my life situation. There are so many attacks on every side. I pray that one day when the Lord resolves all of this, that I'll be able to go into some detail for you so you can understand. Sometimes I don't even want to I'm not going to make it ridiculous, um, be alive or anything like that. It's not suicidal thinking or anything like that. But sometimes it's just a lot. It's a lot. And I just want it to be over. Like, Lord, can you come? But then I can't be selfish because there are so many in the world that do not understand or know fully the truth of Christ. And I can't be selfish for Christ to come and their potential loss be on my hand. But I tell you, that's what caused me to stay away for such a long time because it just seems as though the trials of this life were mounting. But rest assured, don't be discouraged by what I'm saying. I want you to know that if the trials in your life are mounting, rest assured that you may be doing something right. And it's not a competition. It's not to see who outdo, who can outdo the other or do it better because that's not what God is after. He just wants your will. And once you give that to him on a daily basis, he wills and does his good pleasure in us. So when the enemy sees that, he is not happy. And he's going to wreak havoc on your life. Jobs are going to be lost. Decisions made are going to seem like the wrong ones. Spouses are going to act different. Children are going to rebel. Everything that you can think of, my brother or my sister, whoever's listening, 
will happen. Anything that you can think of that can go wrong will go wrong because Satan recognizes that he has but a short time and he's not willing that any of us should get into the kingdom because he knows that he's not going and he doesn't want anything good for either one of us. So trials of this life have kept me away for a little while. But the Holy Spirit recently impressed my heart that I need to be on here talking about my journey, just exactly what I decided to do from the beginning. Because when the trials get high and rough or the fire gets turned up, it's not time to hide and go away and not talk about it. Guess why? Because God doesn't get the glory. If I can come on here and give you enough information so that you can see that though that I'm being tried on every side, it's okay and I'm okay, then that encourages you. And someone somewhere out there listening to me, even if it's just one person, you are going to be okay. Whatever is happening in your life right now, pales in comparison to what Christ had to go through on that cross. And if he allowed it to come your way, then know that he knows that you can bear it. And if you're wrapped up and tied up in him and surrendered, he will enable you to get through. So I don't know why God asked me to come back and do this. But the mere fact that he asked me to, I have to do it. And I pray that I'm able to continue making episodes for you where we can dive into the intricate parts of my journey of surrendering. God is truly purifying Monique Lovelace. The things in me that I know are bad and not of his character must be burnt out. If you recall, I mentioned that when the refiners back in the Bible days would use fire, it was because it removed the impurities easily. Jesus allows the fire to be turned up. Rest assured, he's not the one turning it up. He controls the thermostat but he's not the one turning it up. Satan is the one who wants us to be lost, wants us to be overwhelmed. So he's the one sending the trials. God is the one tempering the trial. So though he he allows the temperature to be turned up, he he allows it in a way that you can handle it, that I can handle it. And before you know it, the impurities that are in our characters are removed as dross from that gold. And we come forward purified with a character that's no longer Monique or your name or your name or your name, but Christ's character. His righteousness is now what we would wear like a robe and endure the things to come valiantly. So, I'm glad that I was able to brave the storms of my life and come on 
and chit chat with you because I really do enjoy doing this. In the moments of trial, I don't want to do it, but I know that it's beneficial. And like I always say, even if it's just one person, that's fine. One soul for the kingdom is okay with me. you feel like you're in a in the refiner's fire feeling the heat of setbacks relational issues illness or any other challenge that I may not be able to think of right now but hardship is often the process by which God purifies the gold of our faith I know it seems weird because we're taught in this world that, and I'm talking about Christians are taught in the world that when God is with you and for you, you prosper. That's not always the case. And we need to understand that when trials come, it doesn't mean that God has left. As a matter of fact, he may just be even closer than he was before. In our pain, we might beg God to quickly end the process of the trial. But he knows what's best. And even when life hurts, he is there to temper the pain. My advice to you today is to stay surrendered. Give God your will on a daily basis and ask him to transform you from the way, from the inside out. (laughs) Cast all your cares on him. Remember that his yoke is easy and burden light. We do not have to be in the fire alone. See the example of the Hebrew boys. We know this life is filled with trials. He told us this in his word. We were not promised an easy road. How could we be promised an easy road? If we are Christ followers and Christ had a cross to bear, why do we think we wouldn't have a cross to bear? Consider the growth that comes from past trials. Remember how you were challenged and how you grew as a result. Our Heavenly Father will enable us to see how the trials of our life bring out the gold in us. just wanted to let you know that you can always find me on Instagram at The Surrendered Walk or you can reach me via email at thesurrenderedwalk at gmail.com Thanks again for listening and until next episode may the Lord watch between us 
while we're absent one from the other. And keep us what? You guessed it, surrendered. <laughs>